have just entered the building with your boys, King and Sane. Welcome to Shop Talking Random-ish, where conversation rules the nation and no topic is off limits. You know, this ain't nothing but healthy conversation. Now welcome your hosts, Rick King and Will Sane. Greetings, Atlanta, America, Worldwide Internet. Thank you for tuning in to WWE 1100 AM, The Real. You're on Shop Talking Random Ish with King Insane and the lovely Starlight. I am Will Sane. It's your boy Rick Kang. I am in the building. I am on the boards. I am behind the glass. I am. I shall be. I am. And the lovely Starlight. I am back in the building tonight. We have the super duper producer Greg in the building. Greg, say what up? G. Yo. We also got family in the building. Once again, with us tonight, we got Officer Retired Carl. What's good, my brother? Nothing in the house with y'all. Uh oh. Phone down, phone down, camera down. Rick, do your thing, brother. Y'all know what this is. Ain't that but some good old fashioned barbershop style conversation? And this here barbershop, no conversation is taboo. We ain't got but one rule and one rule on the wheel. What is that rule? That rule is say what you mean, mean what you say, but don't be mean when you say it. Starlight, please tell the people what to do. If you would like to call in, the number is 404-603-8770 or... If you're in your mammy basement, please let her know it's not one of them freaky deaky numbers. Please let her know it's not one of them 9999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999
<laughs> That's good. Carl. Yo. What's good with you, my brother? Oh, boy. Woo. Hey, listen, man. I, I'm, I'm not even watching TV. Uh-huh. Yep. Why would you not watch TV, uh, my brother? I, I've been, I've been like my boy over here. Uh, I hadn't been working. Uh-huh. <laughs> I haven't been watching TV. Uh-huh. I'm kind of detoxing right now. Detoxing? Yeah, Where are you detoxing from? Social, uh, uh, civilization. Civilization. Uh-huh. I'm glad That's you said society. it. I deleted, I deleted off my phone Facebook and I deleted Instagram because I needed it. I needed yeah, to, you I had needed to detox. It's so much but negativity. I send, you, I send you funny videos. How am I going to send them now? But you know what? Have I do that you, on you purpose. Have, I have messages. I have okay, okay, but you haven't even gotten a reply though that he was getting them or anything. Right? No, that's why. I'm just hurt. <laughs> I have messages, but I purposely send you funny because I be like, yeah, but you certain know people. Me. You got I'm my. Like, you, you know, know me. You got my text message. You can it, text me. Well, yeah, that, it's hard well, to let me share tell you, the man, video it, not on their system. With everything that's been going on yes. with law enforcement, let's talk about it. I'm just gonna be honest with you. Let's Rick. talk about it. I had, to, I had, to, I was like. Let's talk I about just, it. I yeah. don't even watch news. I was like, Bloop. what's the let's, news? Let's talk about it. Let's, 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 what is I, that? I cut off notifications on my phone on, on Facebook. Is it friend, are friends and family asking you questions? Man, listen. Get your expertise. I, I went to the orthopedic doctor Wednesday. Uh-huh. When I walked Which in. Which one is the orthopedic doctor? What does he look at? Bone. Okay. For my knee. I, yeah. I, I remember I saw, one time I went to go get my teeth looked at and I told the person, I went to see the orthopedic. Nope, that's your knee. <laughs> and he told me. Knees and, and ankles. And I knew I had messed up. And I was like, damn, I wish I could play this back. Orthodontist. Yeah. And I tell you, when, when I walked in, one of the guys that worked in there was like, can I talk to you for a minute? I was no. Like, <laughs> you can say no. You, you can know. say no. Well, they were getting ready to look at my knee, and oh, well, they don't usually yeah. charge me a co-payment, so oh, I had to go out. I was like, yeah. what you need? Yeah, yeah. So you <laughs> had to right. like, right. pay for it this way with yeah. the conversation. So, it's, man, I get phone calls. It's crazy. And, and everybody want to know your opinion. Yeah. What's your training? Yeah. And so I had to detox. I, I had to cut off a civilization for a second. I was like, you know what? I, I'm going to just step back. Well, answer this question for me right now. Right, 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 right now. Okay. Right now. Right now. Okay, I um, I've heard that your 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 weapon, your service revolver, is on your strong hand. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You, you let me let me cut your question off for a minute because you got to lead up to why you're asking this question because you're asking this question for a reason. So you're asking this question for us because for specific of specific case. Well, 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 so well, 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 we're going, going to introduce, me, come on, going to introduce the subject. Go ahead, go ahead, my All brother. Right, so let's talk about the case. Let's talk about a few cases. Let's all go right. for a few cases before we get into that question. One quick, the, we all, everybody already know about the, God, gosh, about the, oh, gosh. The, the old guy? Who got his neck kneeled? Who got, God, so many names. George. That's George. what I'm telling you. Everybody it's been so George, much. Yeah, everybody know the George Floyd like, case. So we, we know that that, that one time. is going on right now. So we're not going to talk about the George Floyd case. We're going to talk right now about the Devante 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 Washington case, right? Dante Wright. Dante Wright. Dante Wright. Dante Wright case. Greg, get back over here and do your job and correct me when you're supposed to correct me. You can't leave them by themselves. You can't leave me to my own devices. I have a computer in front of me, but I don't know how to search and speak at the same time. All right. So they try to sneak out. No, no, I checked something. Sure, to make sure this is going with us. What, what's, what's the name, Greg? What's the name? Dante. Dante Wright. Right. All right, so Dante Wright. Right. 
in the suburb of Brooklyn, in the suburb of Minneapolis, Minnesota, Minneapolis, was killed a few you days can't ago. Talk about nobody. Was killed a few days ago by a female officer. All right, he's killed by a female officer. The only reason why I'm not bringing race here is because I think that's what always gets this thing to be tension filled is right. when we bring in race. That's the only reason why I'm not saying race right now. But he was killed by a female officer. All right. Now, at a traffic stop. Now, from my understanding, she, the officer, thought that she had her uh, taser. When she shot... What's his name again? Dante, Dante. Wright. Just when, say when, Dante. When she shot Mr. Wright. Uh, Mr. All right, Dante. When she, shot Ms., when she shot Mr. Wright, she said, oh, my God, I shot him. Now, Rick, ask your question, please. Now, my question is, I've heard that... Your service revolver is on your strong hand, and the taser is on your off hand. Correct. How in the hell do you not know which side your taser is on and your revolver? How do you mistake that? All right. First off, let, let me let me just let's just start from the very beginning. Okay. Let's go. Let's go if she had been a three year or less rookie. I could have said, I could see how that happened. Yeah, she was seasoned. 26-year-old. Yeah, but 26 a 26-year-old. And a, 20, a trainer. Not 26-year-old, but 26 a 26-year vet. veteran. Yes. And she's is, a trainer. It's unacceptable, unacceptable because we go through rigorous training mm-hmm. with the firearm and the taser. The reason they put it on the opposite side of your gun is to eliminate that kind of mistake. Yeah. Now... When you pick up your service weapon, it's a big difference. Weight, color, mm-hmm. size. Feel, the whole feel. When you pull pull um, pull out the taser, you normally have to reach across your body. That's first. Second, you have to, you actually have to turn the taser on mm-hmm. with your thumb. It's a thumb switch. It's an ambidextrous thumb switch on both sides if you're left hand or right. So you can you have to Flip the switch to turn the taser on. Once you turn the taser on, it shows up with lights because it's it's a it goes in five seconds intervals because you can only um, shock somebody for five seconds without it being real hazardous. Now you can push the trigger again and redo another five seconds, but it count down. Mm-hmm. So I don't understand how she did that. Yeah. As a 26-year veteran, that's no excuse. Mm-hmm. I can't tell you what I really want to say. I can say she messed up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, you can and, say it. I think we, no, she messed up. We ain't at 9 o'clock yet. You can say what you mean. Well, no, she messed up. I'm just going to say she messed up. And, and, and being honest with y'all, she should be held accountable for it. Now, accountability. That's a good thing. Accountability. Do you, charge, do you look at this as murder in the sense of murder? Manslaughter, first degree murder. How how do you? Well, you know that's that's gonna that's gonna come down to the courts because yeah. they gotta determine, and you can't determine whether or not it was intentional. Correct. Um, but that's gonna be the up to them to say involuntary, voluntary manslaughter. You know, they're gonna have to break it down and analyze each individual. Um, play by blow by blow play by play action and they're going to even have to try to go back and look at whether or not she was even trying to reach for 
Because, see, you don't see the video, but you got to try to determine if she thought she was reaching. Mm. You know, if she thought she was reaching, yeah. then you can say, eh, maybe she made a mistake. But if she automatically did this, so you're gonna, they're going to have to break those videos down. And really, and that's what's going to determine what charge they're actually going to give her. Because I can understand how you don't know you have your service weapon opposed to having your taser. I, I, just, I don't get that. I just don't hey, get that. Like I say, I just say she messed up. Well, I mean, like I say, we 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 go through training after training after training after training after training. I mean, they instill that in you that you have to reach across your body. That was the reason they did that. Um, when, when tasers first came out, they did have them all on the same side yeah. originally. And they started having a, a influx of people getting shot accidentally. Then they realized, well, yeah, we got to change that because there's too many mistakes. Mm -hmm. So switched it, which made sense. You put it on the opposite side. So you know mm -hmm. exactly, so what, you're you're know exactly yeah. what, you're what you're reaching for. Yeah. Everything on my belt. You know, I'm going back to work tonight for the first time and I don't know how many months. You going to Applebee? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to um, you over there. And, and it's so funny because when I was putting my stuff together at the house, I felt different because I hadn't had a belt on like four, five, six months. Wow. And I was around the house looking for stuff like, do I have? Because <laughs> I just dismantled my whole belt. Yeah. I dismantled my vest, did everything because in my mind, I was like, I might not go back to work for a while. So everything is just um, strategically placed on our belt. I could close my eyes and touch everything and tell you where everything is. When do you when do you use, when do you know to reach for your taser versus reaching for your service weapon? In which in instance do you say, okay, this is a taser moment, this is a service weapon moment? Non-lethal situation. He was unarmed. Mm -hmm. The worst could have happened to her was he pulled somebody whoever was in that car would have pulled off. Then in that case, you just back out of the car. Mm -hmm. Nobody was armed. That's the biggest way you could tell the difference. If I'm approaching somebody that's not armed in any type of way, mm -hmm. that's when you say, if they're being combative, I'll use my taser. Because I, you have to understand. Is that what you guys are trained to do? We always go one step higher in the use of force. Mm -hmm. If you're using your, if you're fighting, you, you ball your fists up, we're going to go one step higher. We're going to use our aspartan, pepper spray, um, taser. So if you got a knife, we're going to go one step higher. That's the use of force level. Okay, so is that protocol? And this is what I'm asking. Is this like written protocol? And the reason why I ask yes, this it question is, is because I, I may get this name wrong also. Terrence, I believe, I believe his name is Terrence Crutcher. He was the guy, if, he, if I'm mistaking his name, if I'm mistaking the person, forgive me. But I'm thinking about the guy who was walking with both hands up. The helicopter was above. Big, heavyset brother was walking with his hands up in the air. And the female officer shot him. And she got off. And the thing, this disturbed me so much because her excuse was it looked like he was reaching into the car. He had his hands up walking back. He had nothing in his hands. So if I'm listening to what you're saying, if they appear to be unarmed, then in my mind, she shouldn't even have had her service weapon drawn. She should have had her taser drawn. Well, let me, let me, let me, you know, now, now you want to make me go deeper. Get deeper. Come on, bro. Deeper. I'm in a class right now that if, said don't just if, go for the service level If questions. we, as black Americans, don't start getting involved in the judicial system, being jurors, yes. 
becoming yes. law enforcement officers, being working in the court system. How are we going to ask everybody else to, to govern us or they're not? Yeah, you can't affect change. So, All this marching isn't going to affect the actual change. So if, if we are not actively participating in the system, whether it's local government, you think they doing it for us? They've been we've been oppressed for four hundred years. Mm-hmm. So why are we thinking something's gonna change? The only different thing, only difference now is everything's called on video. And that's mm-hmm. even not good enough. That's exactly. Not even, that's not good enough. But we have to. One of the reasons I became a, a, a police officer in the cab where I grew up mm-hmm. because I got harassed by the cab county police officer to the point where I had told him if I ever called him out, he was going to have a bad day. Did you ever meet him? After, yes, you, you I did. After you yes, I did. And I'll tell you what happened after. I, I, didn't know. <laughs> I cussed him out. I was about to say, did you ever put him in a chokehold? I, I cussed him out. I, I, I lit into him. And he was looking at me. And by that time, he had switched over to a fireman. Oh, okay. But he was a white officer. Yeah. Only way, I, I mean, I know I couldn't jump on him. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to go to jail. So becoming a law enforcement officer for the area that I lived in, grew up in, played in, yeah. was the best thing I can do to combat some of the things that had been seen. Mm-hmm. And at the time I got on with the cab, it was predominantly white. Okay. Back in the early nineties. Well, let's get ready. We finna get ready to take a break. Dang, that was We're gonna get ready to go. Well, we started at thirty. We started at eight. Uh, ish. Ish. <laughs> ish. Okay. Yeah. You know, we talk ish. We start on ish. You know. Yeah, you know we gotta we talk do. about the state of the black man. She did. Yes, we do. <laughs> we oh. do not. Oh, we talk, we talk about the state of the black tonight. man right now. Like That's I said, a, oh, we, we finna get ready to go to break. Oh, we finna get ready to go on. <laughs> on <laughs> don't have time. To radio. Break. State of the black so, man. So um, we gonna take this break. We will be right back. Which date? I love new music. I love new artists, and you know it's about helping people get better. And you become better yourself. So that's what it is. I'm out. With a My Social Security account, you can request a replacement Social Security card, estimate your benefits, and more. Save time. Go online. Open a My Social Security account at ssa.gov slash my account. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. You are tuned into WWE Hapeville. AM 1100. The opinions expressed during the sponsored programs on this station are strictly those of the program hosts, guests, and callers and are not necessarily those of Beasley Broadcast Group, this station, its staff, other advertisers, or agencies. Thank you for tuning in to Talking Random-ish with King and Sane and the lovely Starlight. I typed a text to a girl I used to see Saying that I chose this cutie pie with whom I want to be And I apologize if this message gets you down Then I cc'd every girl that I'd cc round town And hate to see y'all frown, but I'd rather see her smiling Wetness all around me, true But I'm no island, peninsula maybe Makes no sense, I know crazy Give up all this that's in my lap No looking back, spaceships don't come equipped with rear view mirrors. They dip as quick as they can. The atmosphere is now ripped. I'm so like a pip. I'm glad it's night. So the light from the sun would not burn me on my bum when I shoot the moon. High jump the broom like a preemie out the womb. My partner yelling too soon. Don't do it. Reconsider. Read some litter. Sure on the subject. You sure? 
it. You know we got your back like chiropractic. If that do you dirty, we'll wipe her out as in detergent. Now hurry, hurry, go on to the altar. I know you ain't a pimp, but pimp, remember what I taught you. Keep your heart three stacks. Keep your heart, hey, keep your heart three stacks. Keep your heart. Man, these girls are smart. Three stacks, these girls are smart. Play your part. Jones, to choose it, lover, never without a rubber, never in the sheets like it on top of the cover, money on the dresser, drive a compressor, top notch, get the most, not the lesser, trash like the for $40 in the club, up the game, she gets no love, she be cross country giving all that she got, a thousand a pop, I'm pulling billions off the lot, I smashed up the gray one, bought me a red, Time we hit the parking lot, return head. Some wanna choose, but them just too scary. You chose me, you ain't a pimp, you a Greetings, 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 Atlanta, America, Worldwide Internet. Thank you for tuning in to WWE 1100 AM, The Real. You want to shop talking randomness with King Insane and the lovely Starlight? I am Will Sane. It's your boy Rick Kang. I am in the building. I am on the boards. I am behind the glass. I am. I shall be. I am. The lovely Starlight is in the building. Hey, people. I'm still here. Super duper producer Greg is in the building. Big Shook. Yo. Our security. Head of our security. Carl is in the building. Yo, yo, everyone. Y'all know what this is. Ain't never some good old-fashioned barbershop style conversation. We are now on the radio. We are in the building. We are live on Facebook. We are live on YouTube. We are live here. We are live there. We're live a little bit everywhere. Let's do it. Let's talk. Back to our conversation. State of the black man. Well, Will, let me just tell you, I got informed that she has been charged with second degree yes. manslaughter. Yes. Yes, sir. Yes. I, I just said she was charged with that. That was the lowest. I want to say that was the lowest level that yes. they could charge her with. Right. I think that's a good charge. But I heard that. I don't. As far as. Go ahead, I'm sorry. I mean, you could the get a with manslaughter. The system being able to get a DA to possibly. Prosecute. Get, Prosecute it. Yes. That's what I'm saying. For. But I understand what you're saying. But is it fair? You couldn't get you, you couldn't have got it with manslaughter because it wasn't premeditated. Right. Well, man, manslaughter is not premeditated. You talking about murder? She couldn't get murder. murder. Yeah, you couldn't get it with murder because, because it was premeditated. Yeah. But you, you can get her for the same exact thing that the black guy got charged in, in Minneapolis. Minnesota. Same. 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 same yeah. In the predominantly the same area, you can get her for the same exact thing that he got. Well, charged. I got one even better. It was an officer that um, accidentally shot a white female mm-hmm. that walked up to his car. That, that's the one in Minneapolis, in Minnesota. Was that one? Uh, I don't think so. A black officer shot a white female. Yeah. yeah, that was in Minnesota. And he got charged. Yeah, he got yes. 13. I think he got like 13 years. Yeah, he was, yeah that, was, that so was the one in Minnesota. For, for people to say that is not um, systemic racism, mm-hmm. well, I, I tell you what I tell them about that, but racism well, is, is We are live. part of the FCC now. Yeah. Racism is live and kicking. It is. In, in law enforcement mm-hmm. and in our local government. Yes. Because when when you go to court, the judi- judicial system is worse for black male and black females mm-hmm. than it is for our white counterparts. So, mm-hmm. I'm gonna ask you a question about that. Is some of that due to economics? Because if I go, to, if I have a lawyer and you don't have a lawyer, my chances are better. And it, I feel that even for me as a black guy versus a white person without a lawyer, me going in with a lawyer. 
and a white person going in without a lawyer, I'm going to fare better. You might feel better, but I don't think I say fare better. Uh, you might. I don't think you. It just depends. Yeah. It depends on the judge. I mean, I can tell you about my own experience. Like I told y'all once before, when I was in court, I had a lawyer and I had everything set up and I was a police officer at the time. And the judge told me, well, we're going to make you pay her attorney fees. I said, why? He said, the good got to suffer with the bad. Was that your, in the divorce? No, child support. Oh, yeah. Uh, hey, hey. Hey, I'm gonna tell you, okay. Let me, let, let me okay. Let me clear. <laughs> Hold on. No, I can clear that one up for you because I, 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 I let me no, yeah, let me clear, let me clear that one up. But I can explain why that happened. I'm, be, I'm, be, I'm just for you and for the listeners out there because this, this just happened to me. I had to call an attorney and say, why do I have to pay attorney her attorney fees when I, he didn't represent me? And what I found out was there is a there is a actual code that says if both whomever has money. Pays for the attorney. Yep. But see, let me let me ask you. Were you going through a divorce? Yes. Okay. Yes. I wasn't going through a divorce. So child support is same. No, 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 no. No, it's not. It's not, but they it's do not. tend to lead, lead oh, way not. too heavily. Exactly. It's yeah, not the it's same. Not. Okay. I wasn't but going through a divorce. Bet, yeah, they do. They do lean a lot more heavily towards. The female. Giving the female. State of the black a, man. Once again. No. Well, I mean. <laughs> back to the state of the black man. It's not just black men, unfortunately. But, but, I, was the only, but. I was the only man in court yeah. with proof that I had paid child support for two years. The only black man in court with an attorney. The judge just looked at you like and, you did that. Yeah. So what I'm trying to say is we have to get more actively involved in the system ourselves and stop thinking that they're going to do it for us and they're going to. Because they're not going to do us right. They're not going to treat us right. We're not going to get a fair share, uh, equal break. We actually have to get involved. And, and like you said, we could protest all day, but until we start stepping up and become members of the jurors, um, um, judges, attorneys, but fair judges, fair attorneys, mm -hmm. and, 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 and just we got to start looking out for each other. It is very naive. And then, Go ahead. I would also just... Just thinking about to like all the the people I do know who are fair, no matter like you know race, gender, this, that, or whatever. Mm -hmm. Stop allowing the system that is broken to burn you out, because they will do that when they see a fair judge come in or a fair attorney, no matter what side you're on. They will burn you out from the inside, from the top down, so that when you get those cases that pull on your heartstrings, but also pull on your headstrings of like, I gotta make this make sense. Mm -hmm. You're so tired that yeah, you, you make down. one slip mistake, and, and either you ready, got a violent criminal going free, or you got somebody who should have been free now sitting for a hard time. Yeah. And it's just like, so I mean, it sucks across the board for the good. So in Virginia, another case, in Virginia, there was an officer lieutenant who was pulled over. He was pulled over because he had a, he was driving Paper a tag. He, had a, he was driving a Drive out tag. And did not have what they considered to be a valid tag. That's, I'm, just, I'm going off the officer's speak. They did not have a valid tag. They pulled him over. He's in a well-lit place. He asked him to get out. The, they asked him to get out the car. He doesn't get out the car. Everything goes haywire. Question from your profession, <laughs> from your professional view, because Rick and I had this discussion earlier. From your from your professional view, what went wrong in that case? Lack of um, communication. On whose part? Police. Okay. Explain. Lack lack of communication on the police um, side. All right, explain to me. 
explain to us. On the initial stop, once they got him stopped, they should have been explaining to him, uh-huh. this is the reason we stopped you. We 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 are, you know, we didn't notice you have a tag, your windows are tinted too dark. Uh-huh. Ask for his ID and registration or proof of insurance on the car. Uh-huh. Um, they started out with Get out the car. Get out. Verbal commands. Get out the car. Yeah. Gun drawn. And I, I, it's it's a scary situation. I've been there. I've done it. Mm-hmm. But that's what we do. That's why we get into that job. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not saying we have to do it to take risks, but that's part of the job. So, it's like being in the military. When you joined the military, you didn't know where they were going to put you. Yeah. So, but you did it. Yeah. And we have to take precautions. So the the lieutenant pulled into a well-lit area. Mm-hmm. He did everything correct. The police went overboard. They were not communicative of what they wanted him to do other than get out the car. Mm-hmm. Now, the one thing I do fault the lieutenant on, mm-hmm. he, he probably should have got on out the car. He had his hands up. He should have got on out the car. But that's the only thing I could fault the lieutenant on was... If they ask you to get out the car, you have your hands. Just go ahead and get out. But the police went overboard. They were not communicating to him why they stopped him. Once he started asking, why y'all stopped me? It's nothing to say, look, sir, we stopped you because you didn't have a valid tag or we didn't see your tag and the windows were tinted. So that was the reason why we stopped you. Do you have ID? Do you have a license? Do you have a registration for your car? Lack of total lack of communication. Now, when that the other officers, the officer that pepper sprayed him, that's the one. That, that's the yeah that one. He should have been fired. At, he was was he yeah fired? he was fired. Yeah, he was fired. He but was, he yeah. should have been. Yeah. But at the end of the Rick, at the end of the the stop, and when he was in the back of the car, saying, "Now you know if you want to take this hire, you can." But we're gonna. That's. I didn't <laughs> see the whole video. What, what, what happened with that part? He at, that part. At, at the end they were, he was. They were sitting in the back of the car, and the officer that pepper sprayed him was basically saying, well, we didn't know why you did what you did. Oh, you tried to talk to him at that time. At that yeah. time. Or if you want to pursue this, the we classic. can. Because they realized they had messed, they messed up. up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Too late. Yeah. Okay, so okay, so that that goes back to my original when discussion Rick and I had earlier. My thing was get out the car. I understand that you you want to know... Well, tell me why I got to get the car. My thing is to de-escalate the situation as quickly as possible is to comply. Get out the car so that now I don't have to deal with all that may occur when you get into your ego and your feelings about you're not listening to what I told you to do. Right. Because I do tend to see that's what happened with those officers. As if, as like I was telling Rick uh, earlier today, it's, it's almost like that mother... Or father-child scenario. I say, come out the room. And the kid is like, why do I need to come out the room? So now the cop is like that, thinking that they're like in an authoritative, or they are an authoritative position, quote-unquote. They feel that you need to listen to do and do as I tell you to do without asking me why. Question. Does that, the scenario me and Rick was speaking of earlier, how often... Does this situation happen with white people versus it happen with black people or people of color? What do you mean, how often? How often do you have this verbal exchange of get out the car because I said so 
to white people versus you explain to the white, or you see them explain to the white person more so than they don't explain to the black guy. They just demand the black guy or a person of color do what I tell you to do. Whereas when the white person asks, well, why am I being charged? Well, sir, this is why you're being charged. Now, I can't, I can't answer that to say how often. Because okay. I don't have those numbers. How often have you seen it? But probably with partners who, when you what, were. What I will say is the um, respectability. I've seen a, a awful lot of lack of respect for Black Americans. Okay. Compared to white Americans. Okay. Um, I, I could tell a difference how they talk to each other. Yeah. The difference. So, like I say. For them to say it's not a, a problem with racism, it is. I mean, you've seen videos when you see somebody white could get in front of an officer's face mm -hmm. and basically nose to nose with the officer and they don't do anything. But when you got somebody black get in front, they're pushing them back, um, mm -hmm. just going a whole different route. You know, at some point in time, things are going to have to change. If, if not, it's going to get ugly. Because, you know, what it, and, and we all could, you can all can see it. Black people are just getting tired. Okay. My you know? question is, okay, we know the media has a lot to do with the narrative that is out there. The angry black man. Um, he, the mad, angry black man. Um, he's so dangerous till... It's almost at a point where they're 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 the, the, a lot of the cops are we're fearing for our life, and he's just standing there. He's not doing anything, but because of the narrative of the angry black man, how do we stop that narrative? Well, first off, um, and I, I try to talk to a lot of young black men. We do have to stop being so angry and aggressive like you were saying, Will, mm -hmm. and first give them that opportunity to have that dialogue. Um, we may not agree with it, but I used to tell people all the time, you can't have curbside court. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Fight it Correct. on the back end. Correct. You know, you can always fight it on the back end because now everybody got cameras, video cameras. Mm -hmm. I mean, so you can fight it on the back end. If you're doing everything they ask you to do and you, you know it's been video. Fight it on the back end. Mm -hmm. Don't get out there and get into a, a confrontation, physical, or verbal. When when you when you go that step, nine times out of ten, you're probably going to lose mm -hmm. because then they could say, well, see how combative Correct. he or she was. Yeah. They didn't follow my verbal commands. Mm -hmm. But like that lieutenant, where that lieutenant got them, he did everything right. He wasn't violent. He yes, wasn't he aggressive. The he was he only thing he did not do was exit the car. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But other than that, he did everything right. And he he, he kept saying he feared for his he was scared to get out. He and at that point, dialogue. Yeah. Talk. And the guy kept saying, Yeah, you have no reason to be scared. Get no, out of the car. He, no, the one guy said you should be. Yeah. Oh, I thought the other one said, I thought okay, maybe. One I no, I, well the be. one that pepper sprayed the little short yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. said you should be. Yeah. Wrong answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, come on. But um, I know you do a lot of work with kids in the community and um, you said you speak to like a lot of the um, the young black men. Do you also get a chance to speak to their friends who are either, um, you know, either Caucasian or of other 
persuasions or even like their female friends who we see a lot of times especially like in movies and tv shows they show it a lot more where the friends of a different gender or a different race are the ones that are actually being combative and talking out in a situation of trying to ask the authoritative officer well why are you stopping this or why are you doing this and then you'll see the especially like if it's a black boy he'll be sitting there like scared like stop talking and it's like and you see like the other person with them is riling up the officer and then unfortunately they still lose their life or either by death or being taken to jail and it's just like they were doing everything but now unfortunately the people you were with got you you in this situation you know what's interesting about that question most other people I talk to, that unfortunately, they don't really hang around different nationality people. Mm-hmm. Um, they might, might you might see black and Hispanic a little bit, yeah, um, but you don't really see a lot of white kids with the black kids. And I'm not saying it don't happen. Yeah. I'm just saying most of the kids that I've interacted with, they're mostly black, mm-hmm. um, because I, I I try to work on the south side. That's kind Where, of why I also brought up the fact about, like, how we'll say if it's a girlfriend or a sister or somebody else. And it's just like, but, like, especially when it wasn't, violence wasn't getting portrayed so much towards women. Now, now let me let me go back. Because lately, women, um, females were kind of being pushed aside and exempt. But if you, if you have noticed lately, they haven't been. Yeah. They've been treating black females almost as bad as some of the black. They're not being yes, shot. They slamming them. They are slamming mm-hmm. them and, and treating them bad. And I got a problem when I see a, an officer really mishandling a female. Well, I don't care what she is, I, what yeah. color she is. That, is. that is something that disturbs me. And the um, reason why is I can't slam my daughter or my girlfriend or wife or whomever, but a police officer can slam the hell or a security guard at this mm. school can slam the hell out of my person. That's a, but that's what like if if you do have to. I'm not ever saying I want to slam any know, female. You know. Sound like <laughs> you said but, you but, Let me clear that up. <laughs> <laughs> let me clear that up. I'm not, I'm not like advocating. But, I'm not like, advocating me, for the right it to just slam. Seems like Sound like you want their body to body some flexing. You know? <laughs> um, like officers, especially like officers or bouncers at clubs and things like that. Or even truant officers take those courses in how to do body hugs and things like that. That's really the only well, force you should take not, on a female now, if it, you have to use force. It's, uh, where no, you're no, like no, no, holding. Let me let me let me, let me go back. Let me let me. Females got some moves, boy. I, I'm gonna stop you on it <laughs> because it is. I mean, yeah. it just depends on the level of aggression. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, if, if a female is just running her mouth, yeah. oh yeah, no, nothing. But I'm, um, um, you know, you if if you got a violent person that's being aggressive and violent towards you and coming up and slapping you, you can't say what you're going to do. Yeah, it's true. true. Especially when they spit on you, too. Exactly. So it's different levels, and everybody have different trigger points Mm -hmm. where I make make them stand because I've been in game. I make them sit there and allow you to talk junk, and I'd be like, whatever. The next person might get a little tired. So just because they're talking, I don't think you need to go up there and start slamming and and knocking them down. But not once a, they become time. violent towards you, yeah, you're putting yourself in a situation where you're going to get what you're going to get. Yeah. yeah. So, but lately, they've been very aggressive toward females, which, I, you know, I just think sometimes we, we got to step back as officers, mm-hmm. especially when it comes to females, unless they are uh, becoming violent towards you. Sometimes we got to step back and be like, 
Like, are but, you done? But sometimes, done? I have to say that, though. But sometimes, and I'm not, once again, I'm not advocating for anything or any type of violence towards females. But sometimes the female, it becomes that aggressive because she feels that you better not, you can't touch me. And that, you better not touch me. And if at you touch that me, point, I'm going to. And at that point. And they become that person. And at that point. At that point, Will, she then has we, crossed the line. She's crossed no the line. And I've seen and, that. And we'll have to put her in custody. Yeah. You and, know? Yeah. I've, I've had to put hands on a female. I ain't slap her. Uh, the way you, you know? say put hands on like you do not. Put, put the hands on <laughs> No, but, but you know what, Will? Let me tell you. That's a lot of let, force. Let, let, me, let me tell you what's funny. A friend, a, a friend of mine, Rick, and you're going to laugh at this one because y'all are always talking. A friend of mine called me the other day, and he said, man, why don't you go back and try to ask the people, can you teach these guys how to do martial art or it's like I coach high school wrestling. I used to coach wrestling. Mm -hmm. I, I wrestled, coach high school wrestling, took martial arts. He's like, why don't you go back and teach? DeKalb County do offer what they call a SSGT, how to um, take people down, mm -hmm. how to wrestle. But the average officer, I'll say 90 to 95% of the officers in our country never been physical. Yeah. Yeah. Never had been in a fight. Never had wrestled. Except or, for a train when they went to training. Except for when they yes, went to train. Yes. And that's such a small portion. And half of the time now, you got to understand, if you go 26 years and you ain't really had to fight anybody. Yeah, yeah you forgot. You forgot all the stuff. Yeah. If you don't use it, you lose it. And, and you don't know how to use your hands. So, so many officers are so quick to want to grab the things on, on their belt. Mm -hmm. Well, you won't believe this. I never used my taser. And I never use my aspartame. Now, I ain't gonna tell you, I ain't been in a fight. Look at my thumbs. Look, look at my hands. I done been in fights, but I never use my taser. I never use my aspartame. Because, first off, I know how to talk to people. You know, I, I I told one guy, I will tell people, I say, hey, man, I'm gonna tell you, I'll hold you for two minutes. When the boys get here, you can imagine what's gonna happen. So, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just tell you to calm down. And a lot of times, they were like, Kind of for real. Like, okay, I'm gonna yeah. Stop. I'm gonna stop. So you know we gotta start being the officers need to start being smarter and not jumping to, mm -hmm. you know, I'm gonna pepper spray you and I'm gonna tase you. Like with the the lieutenant situation in the car. That was ridiculous. That was ridiculous. Yeah, he sprayed him like he was trying to spray a damn wasp. Well, he just could have yeah. talked to the guy. The guy he was a lieutenant in the army. That's why I had a question about that um, because, Will, you said like it was on that on that lieutenant, the mm -hmm. army lieutenant, to de-escalate the situation by complying. Mm -hmm. But what about the officer not de-escalating the situation? Well, that's why that's why I said the lack of communication. When he said, I was, I was in fear, I'm scared to get out, they could have just put, walked up to the car and said, sir, listen, this is why we stopped you. Mm -hmm. We noticed you didn't have a valid tag that we could see in the windows tenant. In that in that situation, it why would why did it seem like it was so like they didn't want to answer the question when he was asking okay why am I being pulled over because he like he doesn't know they and you see that in other other videos the officers never actually say why they're pulling the person over in that moment it's always you you find out later. You know, after something's happened, possibly like they feel like they feel the like you're 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 questioning them. Yes. Like they feel like you don't have a right to 
questioning like me. Just asking what am I being pulled over for or what is this about? And they Greg, it can't be the only explained. Thing I it's can never say, explained. Only thing I can say that is ego. Exactly. The mama, daddy, when the mama say get out, come, daddy says come out the room. It's the, and I'm like, why? It's that ego. I'm, I'm bigger than I'm you and bad. I said so. Exactly. But th this isn't. This shouldn't be looked at as the same dynamic, it should, should it? Not. No, it shouldn't. Ego is ego, though, bro. But ego... Ego is ego. I it, mean, yeah, I see it, like, as, as ego, but it's it shouldn't be... It's not the, the, the parent-child dynamic, like, do this because I said so okay. kind of thing. Yeah, it shouldn't be. It, it's a big difference because you're dealing with adults, but... You know, everybody's different, and you can't tell one person ego. Have you ever, have you ever been in charge of somebody? I'm yeah. asking you, Greg. Yeah. You've been a supervisor of somebody? Yeah. Think of it as a supervisor of somebody. You tell somebody to do something, and your employer is like, no, I'm not going to do it. Or your employer is like, why? And you feel like, I don't I need to tell you why. In some I, will cases, explain, I will explain why. In some cases. Like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not the kind of person that will ask someone to do something for no reason. Yeah. And in this situation where a cop's being a cop's pulling somebody over, mm -hmm. there's a reason for it. I if it was a tech, like, but that's I, I guess that's just me. It's no. the, it's the individual. I so I, I mean, I I see how it's a it's an ego thing. Um, can that be? How can that be addressed? Um, training. Um, but unfortunately, you can't tell grown people how to act. You can beat it in. I mean, he was no rookie, so he should have already known. But as a as a department, I, I like I can only speak for the cab. Um, we go through an overabundance of training, sensitivity classes. We 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 get hammered. See, piggybacking off what Greg is saying, because I, I agree, Greg, I agree wholeheartedly with what you're saying. I'm just trying to give you answers to why people cops probably did the ignorant thing that he did. But I agree with what you're saying, and piggybacking off of what you're saying. Why is it not in place in protocol, just like it's placed in protocol that if I tell you, okay, I want to see, a, I need a sergeant here, or I need somebody else here, you guys are told or it's protocol for you to radio for somebody else to come. Why is it not protocol that when I say, okay, tell me why before I do said movement, get out the car, it should be protocol that, yes, you need to explain to that person at that time why. I won't say it's protocol, but it is a part of our training to explain to people why we stopped them right off the bat. It should be protocol. Well, it just depends on the situation. But there again, well, we got to be able to have dialogue as officers. We got to be able to have communication skills to go up to somebody and say, hey, hold on, calm down. This is why. I pulled the guy over. I ran the tag room. Mm -hmm. And everything, start, all the bells and whistles started going off in the car. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> So when I got up to the car, I was like, oh, I ran the tag wrong. So when I got up to the car, I told the guy, I said, sir, this is why I stopped you. I said, I'm sorry, I ran the tag. And he got upset. Mm -hmm. He was pissed. And I looked at him and I said, you finished? I said, I just apologized. And I told you, I read, ran your tag wrong. What else do you want me to say? Yeah. I messed up. And he was mad. I said, I'm like, okay, have a good day. I was, I was like, okay, now what? I said, I admit it, my fault. What else you want me to say? And being that irate makes it, 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 it's, it's, that's sort of the problem. And I, I walked, but I walked off on him. I was like, okay, I, I admit it. Now, if you want me to call a supervisor, I can call a supervisor. It'll show you in the call where I ran the tag wrong. But I admitted that I ran yeah. the tag wrong. 
Did you give him a ticket for anything? No. Oh, that did was you, my did fault. You run it again? Just ran it. Yeah, once I realized it. I made a mistake, I ran it again. I was like, oh, that's why I was able to say, oh man, I'm sorry, my bad. I ran the tag wrong. But there again, we have to, we as officers have to have that communicational level that we could go up to people and talk without just being overly aggressive. Yeah. Uh, like this is from uh, Doug in the chat, uh, asking where is the professional courtesy? Like, can that be? Is there a uh, code of conduct? Is there a way that can be like taught? It is taught. Now, like, is there a way that out? Well, do you? I know you can only speak for for DeKalb, DeKalb County. I, but I, I, do you think that? Do you think that it's? Do you see ways that it could be done more effectively if it needs to be that? Yes. Uh, Every year we have to have what we call in-service. And that bring us in to go over law changes, um, verbal judo, um, which is not being used right now. Um, and, and they reinstill us, this is how y'all need to act. You know, code of conduct. You need to treat people like this. So, yeah, it is taught every year, every year, every law enforcement agency have what they call in-service, where every officer have to go in and take these classes do, to keep up the certification. Do they do, um, I would say, an extended in-service for those that within that year, say, maybe had something come under their, under their junket that it's like, okay, you got some now in your file that you had an excessive force situation or in a case of a situation where, um, you know, say you did have a firearm issue, are they setting those officers down instead of like being like, oh, okay, either we fire them or do we put them on leave? But it's like, even if you are allowed to keep your job, you should go through some extended training, training before being allowed to even get back in the profession. Some agencies do. I can't speak for all. Some agencies do take that initiative to go over and beyond. Um, and, and it just depends on the agency. Smaller agencies do less than some of the bigger agencies like DeKalb, Atlanta, Gwinnett. You know, those big agencies, they have more training. But when you go to some of these out-of-the-way little small agencies. Yeah. But, Will, I, I got one I want to bring up. And this is a touchy subject. Wait, we have to touch this. But the 13-year-old that got shot by the officer. Mm -hmm. yeah, I in Chicago. I in Chicago. I didn't see it. Charlie was just talking about it. By Chicago. Man, when I tell <sighs> you. That was hard. That's a bad situation. Mm -hmm. And I have been in something similar to that. Um, you can't sack a string quarterback it. Mm -hmm. But, you know. What's, what your, are, what's, your, what's your feelings on it? What happened? Because I, I didn't see the video, so I need to see it. Great. Well, yeah, there was a um, the some officers were chasing two kids, um, and one of them ran down an alley, and they caught up to the other one, and he they told him, they told told him to turn and like show your hands. Well, he and he it, stopped at yeah. the entrance of a gate. Yeah, and he was gonna he stopped right at the entrance. Yeah. Right, and then uh, they asked him to turn around, show your hands, and it. As if he was turning, he either dropped a gun or he dropped gun. something, yeah. he, or he threw it. And when he turned around with his hands up, that's when he was yep. shot. 
Mm. So, you know. So tell, so tell me, what do you, you think know, about this? I, I, you know, well, I don't know because when your adrenaline, you've been in military, you know, when your adrenaline, I've said, I said it, Tom. your adrenaline start flowing, yes. and you, 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 you see them drop the gun, or you think they dropped the gun, you know, three, four o'clock in the morning. Like I said, I've been in that situation. Mm -hmm. But and if the, but if he's dropped the gun, but if he's dropped it, now go ahead, go ahead. Now I don't have it. And my hands are up. My hands are up. Charge me with possession of. Why can I not make it home that night? Uh, I can't tell you why. I mean, this depends on the officer. There again, our skill level. Like because I, said, I dropped the gun. I've been in that situation and I didn't shoot the kid. But that was me. Uh -huh. What made you not shoot the kid? Um, Self-control? little bit of self-control but split decision thinking um i position myself in a in a i position myself in a way that if he did shoot or was to do anything i wouldn't have been in harm's way per se yeah um it's just so many things that you gotta do in a split second you know i guess in the it, it may still seem like the monday morning quarterback or whatever but to I guess approach him after dropping the gun, is there still that? Well, let me, like let, me, let, me, let, me yeah. let me stop you, Greg. I wouldn't have never approached him once he had his hands up. Right. I would have gave at that point verbal commands: mm -hmm. walk toward me with your hands up, okay. turn around, interlock your hands behind your head. Yeah. Walk backwards. You know, it's it's certain things that we do. Um. So did they shoot him immediately after he dropped the yes. gun? Yeah. So as soon as he right, dropped right, the gun, right, well, I think it was the situation. Around. He turned like, around, he turned dropped something, shot. had his hands up, and the officer shot it. Now, now I think. Now I'm, I'm going to say this because I'm, I'm I am that person who says because Rick and I, I always talk about the arguments that me and Rick have. We had an argument about Rick said. Y'all always argue. Rick, Rick said Rick said running should not running from the cops should not be a death sentence for me, and I told Rick you need to think of it as a death sentence. I think if more black people thought of it at, thought of it as a death sentence, then they would be alive today. Right. So don't run. If you have the gun, drop the gun. Now, I do see because, like you're saying, I feel when you start doing when I have to start chasing you, and if I see something drop, yeah, I probably and I already have a gun drawn. I can see someone right. pulling that it's, trigger. It's a split. It's, it's, a, it's a split it's second not a, no, It's not a I thing. No longer, you don't think. But if I no longer Rick, have. Rick, you don't think that. You, I, you don't. Your mind is not. Your mind don't work that way. In a hot, in a heated. Listen to me. In a heated situation like that, your mind does not differentiate and says, oh, he just dropped the gun. Don't worry about it. But you don't know if you got another Your mind doesn't do that. I, I get that. But if he's running away, <laughs> but if he's running away, he's He's no longer a threat. Oh, he's still a threat running away. A threat to who? You, you, can, you can run, turn well, around, and start shooting. Let me say the movies, man. You got to run and no, do no, a No, 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 no. Hold, hold on. Let me stop you all for ahead, a minute. Go ahead. You are not a threat. Let, let me, hold on. Let me stop you for a minute because that is true. We had officers that was got Jeez. shot that way. The guy was running crazy. from him. Did it like this and shot that guy. Shot the police officer. Boy. The officer was step now. Y'all better talk to people that have been in the combat. <laughs> Went, hey, hit him man. one time. Killed the officer. But let me let me put it to perspective. What the situation at the Wendy's? 
That right. one right Hold there. Hold on. Okay. The guy was running. Yes. He had the taser. He turned around with the taser and did what? I, I agreed with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He turned now, from what okay. I, 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 I don't know if you said it before or if um, Harold. if Harold said we it before, but that was that was the right thing for them to do. Right. No, well, I'm just using that as an example to say how easy it is for somebody to turn around. When Rick is saying someone is running from me, he's yeah. not a threat. That's not always true. It's just different circumstances for different situations. Yeah. So, yeah. but I wanted to bring that one up in Chicago because there again, another innocent, well, I won't say innocent, but another young person of color lost his life. Yeah. My co- but I have a question. Old girl was a trainer. She was training another officer. Rick, you want me, I can't tell you nothing else. She messed up. Oh, no, no, no. I know she messed up. Okay. But the officer that she was training, what do you do with that person? Do you, do you take them and and, 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 and and retrain them because they... Oh, yeah. He's... he that, that. Well, I, What she did, I I mean, how likely is it that's that's something he learned? No, but, but I see what Rick's saying. That's scarred. No, he yeah, now, now something like that, he'll some, be brought back in. Back They'll talk to him. They might have to send him to counseling. They need um, to. But yeah, I, mean, I can yeah. assure you that um, he he's probably been talked to and sat down. And he's going through some extensive training more than likely because she messed up. <laughs> I ain't speaking, laughing. I ain't la- I'm not laughing at the situation. I'm just laughing at how you keep saying um, she messed but up. But speaking well, of. Yeah. I don't you want to say. <laughs> but speaking of that. And when it comes to training and the whole, we have to fix this system. When or do you even think it's possible for that, um, like in the situation of the lady, I want to say she was in New York, where she spoke out and stopped the officer from putting somebody in a chokehold and she took it all the way up through the brass and where it's supposed to. Her. They fired her. She's getting she's getting everything she's getting back now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's other officers who have done it, you know, across the color board, across the gender board, all of that. But when do you think the being able to speak out on when something is wrong and not not immediately knowing that yeah, I'm pretty much probably canceling my career. And it's just like, like it's, I mean, I'm in the education field. So we even have it in our field too, where it's like, depending on who you speak out against. Um, Could determine whether or not you got exactly. a job. But you would think like with officers, like you want more good apples right. than your than bad, bad. Because apples. now you have all the good apples. Like I can't say anything. So now the whole Barrel is bad. You know, that's such a travesty for her because I read that. I read about it. And you, you, on one hand, they're preaching officers to stand up and do the right thing. And then on the other hand, when the officers stand up and do the right thing, you, you fire them. Now you're talking against the brotherhood. You talk, you're firing them and don't want to give them a job. You're making it hard for them to get a job. I'm glad she took them to court and won mm-hmm. all her stuff back. Me personally... I'm going to tell you, I think the chief need to be fired. I think the assistant chief, everybody who had a hand in her being fired should be fired. Because those are the things that we're supposed to build trust on for our community. Mm -hmm. 
and then you turn around and slap in their hand saying, no, you did yeah. a bad thing. Yeah, because you can't you can't we're, preach the whole see something, say something, and then as soon as I say something, we're you never gonna go. gain the trust of of the community if we don't start acting right Correct. as often. Exactly. And until they change that that mindset from the upper regime, it's never gonna change. So I think that the chief, everybody who signed off on her being fired, should be fired. You cost the city all that money. They need to be fired. And we need to get in more chief, um, more chiefs of people in authority that can look beyond and start doing the right thing for the citizens, right thing for your workers, like yet with the school system. Mm -hmm. You want you want principals or whoever that's going to be fair across the board. But yeah. Don't you have to go against the 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 the, the, the police union? Well, you in know, in a lot of these cases, it depends. We didn't have a union. Yeah, Georgia don't. Georgia is, is, yeah, we're right to work state, so we don't have a union. But, uh, and I can say this for the chaos. I have personally known for a situation where some officers took a guy out and roughed him up. Everybody that was involved in, in that the officer roughing up the, the, the prisoner uh -huh. got fired, even the supervisors. Uh -huh. All the sergeants. They allowed it to happen. That allowed it to happen. They two officers took a guy out and beat him up. The supervisors got fired. The officers got fired. Did they get their pensions? No. When you get fired, you yeah, you're done. Okay. See ya. Okay. <laughs> no pension. So yeah. they got fired. Now, like I say, that's the cap. Uh -huh. And I know Atlanta is aggressive with that, but some of these agents, they still want to do that brotherhood thing. But we can't preach brotherhood when we we're not doing right, and we can't gain the, the trust of the community. If we're gonna keep doing wrong, when yeah. you look when you look at these cases, how many of these cases do you see as probably self-inflicted? Self what I mean self-inflicted as the individual probably, again, for lack of a better term, escalated the situation. A lot of them, I'll say more than fifty percent. More than fifty percent. Yes, there again, well, a lot of it is just because that's what I'm trying to find out. Is this because the conversation, the narrative is always that. The person is the, a victim of racial injustice. Let's just put it the way it is. It's always, it's always the narrative is always white cop killed black guy, or black person, or person of color. We don't see when the black officer kills the white person. We don't see that. So yes, the hell you do. No, 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 <laughs> no. We don't see it in the media. Don't we don't see it, see it in the media. But or so or, therefore or, we have this PTSD that is only happening to us. Or, or you we don't, don't see it. They or you, shift where you see what. Or you don't see it when the white officer shoots somebody white. Okay, so that's what that's so that's what I'm saying. So it's like where is this so do you feel that this is problematic of a race issue or more so this is a systematic issue that's dealing more so with police training? And, and and dealing with the the individual as well. Of course, it is training because the officers are being caught on camera doing stupid things. But then too, uh, the media plays a part in that because media sells. Yeah. How big about how big of this issue do you feel police wise is racially charged? I, sometimes you could say half and half. It just depends on the situation. Mm -hmm. It depends on what the media is showing you because. Not, but but that's what I'm, that's what I'm trying not to do. I'm not trying to say what the media is showing. Well, what I'm trying to say is how when you when you look at it, well, do you see the race? Do you look? At, do you view it as a racial thing or more so? This a is stupid why, thing. 
that that's what I'm need, that's what I'm trying to hear from. Is um, it a race thing or is it just bad sometimes police training I, and bad civilian action? That's kind of hard because I could say it's half and half. Okay. I could say somewhat racial and a lot stupidity. Okay. Um, so it's half and half. Hmm. I, I could say it's a combination of both, half stupidity and half racial. Okay. Ultimately, the officers are stupid and racially motivated because mm-hmm. if that person would have been white, would you treat them that way? Do you fear it's out of, and I may be ignorant for this term, for, for this, the way I think about this. I believe that it's not, the white people don't treat them that way from from hatred of black people. I think they treat them that way from fear of black people because the media and other outlets through outlets throughout history portray us to have be. portrayed portrayed us to be dangerous, violent, violent aggressive. angry, aggressive. Whereas if a white man yells at you, and, and I think everybody in this room can say the same thing. If a white person if you see a white person, a white man is yelling at you, you take that threat totally different than if a black man was yelling at you. I think it's something that we even deal with in ourselves. No, because oh, I'm, I'm, I'm a black I man. I can't agree with I you on that one. I can't, I can't agree because I, I can't I, it, agree with you on me that. Me and one. you, mm-hmm. me and you, I can. I no, can we do. We know each other, but I'm talking about. But, but even, even beside that, mm-hmm. passion. I know we we get passionate as a people about certain things. Yeah. So I don't take you being loud, you being as aggression. Sometimes, oh, okay, he's just being a little passionate about what he's talking about. What, what I'm, what I'm, what I'm going. What I'm, but that, that that doesn't scare me when I hear a black man as opposed to a white man doing that because I'm a black man. Mm-hmm. I know I get passionate about some things, and when I get passionate. I get a little loud. I got you. Okay, but my, what? I, I get on, a little. My, my, my ego gets a little strong. On on on. I kind of understand what you mean. You see what I'm saying? And I think some of that is um, the news media yes, have media. portrayed. Yes. The news yes, media. Yes. 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 And and, and, and because if a white, if I'm pulling over, if I'm a cop and I'm pulling over a white guy, right, in in a in a in a in a, in a BMW, and he is like, "Why are you pulling me over? Tell me now." I don't take that as threatening. Like, shut up. But if I'm pulling over a black guy in a Caprice, he's like, the F you pulling me over for? I do take that as threatening. But see, I've been in both situations. That might be just you, though. <laughs> right. And I, so, okay. And, and that's what I say. I that's what I say. That, and that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I believe some officers and people per- perceive that one with the black person as more threatening because of how society has played right. it out. But, to but that's what I was going back to seeing how the media. The media, and you got to understand, subliminal mm. messaging. Correct. Yep. The media has portrayed us to be aggressive, yes. violent, you know, inferior. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so when you seeing that, and, 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 and think about this. When's the last time you seen them showing a white officer mistreating somebody um, white? Or or yeah, shooting somebody, you 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 don't see it on the regular exactly. basis. So what I'm saying is the media, it. or at least they don't show it where you or anyone that looks like us will. The see media it. is portraying us, portraying people of color to be so aggressive and violent, mm-hmm. and and we don't think about it, but it's subliminal messaging. It really is. Yeah, that's so, what the black men. Like even that's yes. what I was saying to you earlier, Will, when you were talking about the whole media thing. When I heard about the 13-year-old boy, I heard about it from a site that catered to women and mothers. Mm-hmm. 
when I saw about the um, Dante situation, it was coming from like, you know, your shade room type of people, but it was like, you know, okay, this is our demographic. Mm -hmm. Let's push the news on that. Then is a situation where there was um, a bunch of white officers being dragged by a truck who was trying to run through a police barricade. Mm -hmm. That was on a other type of media. So it's like the stories get put where they know they're going to hit triggers. And, 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 and like, it's like they like do that said, on Will, purpose. I agree. To, and, and, to and like she said, Will, what happened when those triggers hit? But see, that goes back to what, what, what the people do. But no see, one's thinking. But, but see, this, is, this, this continues the, but this goes back to the argument that, quote unquote, the conservatives have about this whole situation. It's not real. It's media driven. So for when, when we yell about it, the conservatives argument is that, you know, you're being played by the media. Who owns the media? Jewish people. If you want to be honest about it, let's they're one of the biggest conservative groups. No, they're period. not. No, they're not. Uh, they're the liberals. I don't know what. I'll mm, get out. Jewish but, people but, are one. Of, not traditionally, and yes. not with their money. They are very conservative, no, sir. No, they're not. No, they're, they're not. Not even that. They're just conservatives. No, they're. they're Do you understand liberal. what the word conservative Holly, means? Hollywood is liberal. Jews. What? Okay. Jewish mm, people own the radio, history, they own media the history, outlets. Uh, they own. The history of their power control in this country out. is still considered very conservative. Even traditionally, they are a conservative people. Not, okay. If you understand po the, in, the, in the political sense, they're not. Okay. And that's why I think you got to understand. Okay. In the political sense of the term, they're not conservative. Okay. Because conservatives believe in traditional family values. They believe in just this is. They believe in it. They will. They'll. They'll. They're selling it to you because they know it makes money. But what they actually believe in their household, mm -hmm. when those executives go home, when those executives talk to their family, oh no, you're not doing this. You're not doing what we're put out there. You're not doing what we're. Uh, making money on no. because, but, yeah, because that makes sense though. But okay, that's, but, but okay, you're talking about something totally different. They are no, I'm that's, not. They are still in their mindset, all conservative. Just because you're conservative doesn't mean you don't see the green dollar that right. rules this world. That is true. I agree with right. you on that part. The the ruling of the world is green. Mm -hmm. That is the top color in this world. No matter where you are right. on this whole round planet, green sales. True. Green talks. True. Green gets things done. True. I don't have to like what I'm making green off of so then, to make all the green. So then, okay, so the, being, being that we know this, why do people still feed into the perception that this is reality? Then? Sheep versus wolves. We, at some point in time, we but got... Then you, but, but, that's, but still, Starlight, you're saying that, <laughs> but what you're saying right now... They are the sheep, the people who believe that this is an epidemic that's going on with black Americans. No, the sheep are the ones are that the buy into all of the issues that are making things just seem like it sucks. This is just the way it's going to be. And the wolves are the ones that are turning the cogs. So then that's so then the sheep are once again, you're, you're, you're answering the question, but you're not admitting the same thing, what you're saying. You're, so you're saying the pe black people who believe that this is an epidemic are sheep I because did not this say is, that. 
That's what you're saying. No, definition. I did not. I said it goes higher that, than that. You're saying, I said it's the whole system. You're saying the sheep are the ones who believe what that what people that it are, is what it is. That it is what it is. That's what they're putting out, right? I mean, like you. I mean, it is what it is, and you can't change it, or you can't, or you just have to accept it. Yes, they're not going to do anything about it. They're not going to talk about it. Someone okay. who's but let me let me tell you how let me tell you let me tell you how how I'm thinking what I, I gather you're saying. At some point in time, and it's a it's I don't know the 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 name of the show, but it's a black guy that's putting out a news, the black news. Mm-hmm. He's actually reporting now black news for black people. Mm-hmm. Isn't that local here? I think so. Uh, black Information Network, so something like that? We got to start pushing final? that ourselves and, and start putting out more positive things about what black people are doing. And and just being able to look at things on a positive light and not letting the, the media portray everything as negative for us. I mm-hmm. want us to do that, but I'm a so I'm so pessimistic that I believe we don't want that because the majority of us I mean, that, that black people don't want that. Yeah, I, I believe or, a majority of us don't it's, want it's that possible. I don't think it's not that we don't want it. I just think it's a situation where we've been just accepting what we have. I think more so, majority people don't trust it, and that's just across the board. If you're giving a different message than what's been given. For so all these there years, again, that's that subliminal messaging. Positiveness sells. That's that subliminal message. No. So the positiveness sells. That's what I'm saying. I don't Good think doesn't people, sell. But that's better what I'm saying. Dark. I don't think people want it. That's exactly well, what I'm saying. I think people it's not that they don't want it. I'll just say you, this. I'm telling you, if I'm talking to you all day about the positiveness that we're, the positive things that we're doing in this community and how we can make us better. People aren't going to want to watch that. You know what they're going to want to watch? They're going to watch it, the most depressing thing about we're being tortured, we're being killed. Well, I mean, it can... That's it can, what's being driven. I can understand if they don't want it, if that particular network isn't being realistic with what they report. Like, they can report yeah, all these positive the, things, mm-hmm. but fantasy, if but. it's under, like, we're ignoring all these other issues, all these yeah. other issues... Mm-hmm. That's where it's a problem. Yeah, because there are some things. But if they're just trying to be as positive as possible, but they are being realistic about what they're reporting and they they and they're not ignoring the other issues, Mm -hmm. then I don't I don't see the issue with that. But if it's fantasy land, then it's not going to work. Fantasy and pandering doesn't work. Two minutes. Two minutes. All right. Real quick. Oh, God dang it. I got so many things to do in two minutes. Real quick. Going around the room. People. There was a there was a politician who said in the last twenty years the KK the hip hop music has done more harm to the black community than the KKK. True or false? False. 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 You say? False. You say? Come on, we ain't got that much time. True or false? That seemed very flawed. True or false? Hip hop is working the KKK agenda. I, I I say it's true. I could agree with that. I say it's true. To a certain extent, maybe. Yeah, I, I, mean, I, say, I, say, I say in the past 20 years, hip-hop is now what... Hip-hop is what the new crack epidemic. What do we call uh, hip-hop? The hip-hop culture is the new crack epidemic. I go there, there are some problems. It, there are right, some problems. Right. There are some problems. It's some major problems. And, and some can things that can be improved. if it yes. came out during... The same way crack has ruined the black community, I feel hip-hop is doing that more so now. Because now our people are more so fixated on attention, on uh, on 
being famous on that, on, in that case, that's in that case, being drug, in that case, it's not drug addicts. It's not hip hop by itself. It's not. Right. It's, it's, it's it can't be hip hop by situation itself. No. At this because point. because because Here's, because the owners of the, the the labels is pushing this agenda. We're not we're not gonna sell you if you're not being. Yeah, this type yeah of thing. like you have and to be a certain. But it's not hip hop by itself. I think you have to include social media. You got to include a lot. But social, but here's my thing. And the, you, you say, say the away, internet has You take away hip-hop. Thanks, you take hip-hop out of social media. Social media would just be what? Bland. But it's hip-hop to me. When I'm talking about what's killing our culture is hip-hop. Now, I get no. what you're saying about You say no? no. I can't agree That's why to I say, that statement. I say false, but you could say with the circumstances. There's some, some. I, real quick, I got to give a shout-out real quick. I'm sorry. I, gotta, I know I'm brushing. I got to give a shout-out to Brian McDowell. Um... Brian McDowell, good friend of mine, Georgia Guard uh, member. He's ha- holding the third annual fun run for his son, Jawan McDowell, who died back in 2016. He died uh, at the age of uh, 14 back on April 7, 2016, to, sens- to senseless gun violence. Mm. I'm going to put out information for us to all do a fun run. It's a $25 fun run. Uh, entry fee. Entry fee. For the fun run, you will get a nice T-shirt, you will get a mask, you will get a medal. It's a 5K run. You have until now, which is tomorrow. The fun run starts tomorrow, uh, Where April is it? 17th. Here's the great thing. It's a virtual fun run. Oh. So you, you sign up. Uh, it's a cash. You cash app the money. You sign up. They'll send you your T-shirt. They'll send you your mask. Uh, it's, uh, it's a fun run. You have to complete the fun run by April 24th. So you have a whole week. To complete the 5K, and you showed that you just sent to them a description of a the route that you ran. Or your wheel saying. You know, so please contribute. <laughs> That's to Brian McDowell, a great friend of mine, Jawan McDowell, his late son. It's the third annual fun run. As you can see, here's the shirt from the first fun run that they did. Oh, you're not you're not on the screen. I'm not on the screen. Well, I was showing the, the picture. You oh, you showing the picture? Okay. And on the picture, you can see where the cash app, the money. And when you do the cash app. Also, put in the information for your size of the T-shirt, what you want to see. Carl, where can they find you? At? We got to go. As, oh, shoot, I don't know, man. You have to. I get back with you because I'm changing all that. Okay, well, let's change all that. Let's um. You headed to Applebee's right now, right? Yes, sir. I'll yes, meet sir. you there. The same one on Memorial. Yes, ma'am. Yes, sir. Ooh. Let's do it. Hey, y'all, it's about that time to sweep the flows, clean the clippers. Start like we gonna go and let you get that bathroom. The shop is closed. Get out.
talking random.